Welcome to The Web We Weave, a podcast created by us, students in David Morgan's new media writing class at Emory University. Each week this semester, we will explore the emerging set of protocols and cultural practices that have evolved around new technologies. How big is this new media universe? What are its limits? Who participates in it and why? How does it spread, converge, and form and obscure? And is it really all that different from the old media that has been tossed aside? In this postmodern, post-structuralist, post-truth period, many critics have resisted grand narratives or stable definitions in response to such questions. So each week, we will examine one publication that seems to be doing something interesting. Over the course of these 16 episodes, we hope to untangle the narratives a bit and decide where we are now. Hi, I'm Janet. And I'm Ruth. And in today's episode, we'll be discussing the new media surrounding Westworld. Westworld is a story that takes place in a Wild West-themed amusement park where wealthy guests indulge in whatever they want without having any consequences. At headquarters, a crew of engineers and advisors work in a high-tech futuristic laboratory where they modify and improve the human-like host. Each host has a specific role they are to act out in the theme park and put on a loop. At the end of the day, or whenever their loop ends, the host resets so they can repeat their narratives. Although operations were running smoothly, things start to go awry when the hosts are set on a path toward consciousness. Something that I thought was really interesting and different about this show was the fact that there were so many interactive websites. Like, I didn't know about it while I was watching the show, which I wish I did, but there's discoverwestworld.com and dailysincorporated.com. And on Discover Westworld, the first thing that you can see is, like, plan your stay. And it's set up, like kind of like a hotel booking thing where you get to book your own trip to Westworld, which I thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. And another thing that they have is called a bot called Aiden. And it says, hello, I'm Aiden, your designated guest services host and resource for all things Westworld. What questions can I answer about the park? And with this, um, viewers get to like type in questions, whatever they have about the show. Mm -hmm. And then the like Aiden will answer I tried using it now and I don't think it's actually working. The other website, Dallas Incorporated, was really confusing when I first went on it because the first thing that you see is just a site full of code and it was just like a bunch of random numbers and letters to me. And there's also a little small box that says admin where you get to type in this password if you want to go to this other site. And I couldn't think of what the password could be. I literally tried like every word that I could think of. Like I used like Westworld or like Dolores or other key terms I thought were relevant and none of them were working. So I finally just ended up Googling what the password was. And it turns out it was Reverie, which I don't know why I didn't really think of, but Wait, what's what does reverie refer to? Reverie is a term that they use where they are trying to get um, the host to have gestures that are more human-like or more believable. And so, like once you type in reverie and you go into this other site, you have it was kind of like a back channel for the employees. It was just like whatever emails they wanted to send each other, like notes and the, like whatever other emails they sent out to the guests. And they also had um, a floor directory of the facilities, so I thought that was really interesting because when I was watching the show, they would go to all these different rooms, and I couldn't really place them where they were in relation to where, the head, like, the headquarters that I had painted in my own head as I was watching the show. And another thing, like, the code on the first page, 
I didn't know this, but as I was researching it, it's called hex code, and apparently you can translate it into another code called base64, which is a binary to text encoding screen, and then that can be further translated into two links, and it, the first link is kind of like a three-second video that's captured from the screen of like the Delos tablets that the engineers and stuff carry around, and the second link is a three-second soundbite that has Elsie saying hello. So I thought that was kind of like like a hint at this past season and also the next coming season because the next season is coming out in 2018. So that's just like a whole year. So you, yeah, that's far away. Yeah. So just to keep the show like fresh in your mind and relevant, I thought that was a really good way to get people to keep talking about the show even though it's ended. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the show's captivating enough for you to take time out of your day to look into these sites or research the fan theories on YouTube or BuzzFeed or Reddit threads? So the show is definitely captivating. However, personally, whenever I'm watching a show, I like to save everything towards the end. So mm-hmm. I would binge watch this show first, and then I would probably go onto the website. I would then watch YouTube videos. I would then go to discussion forums, maybe include in the, myself in those comment sections. So I would do those things after I watch everything. And it's really nice that they have these things. So these websites kind of become a segue towards the next season. Is that what you said? I mean, kind of. Like, if you look hard enough, there are Easter eggs about the next season. So they don't really reveal too much about it. But now that's like a topic of conversations with my friends who have watched the show. We're like, oh, like, did you see this? And like, what do you think this means? And like, what do you think is going to happen in the next season? So... I guess we kind of use these sites and like the theories to base our own theories off of or like reaffirm our own. Mm-hmm. Something else that I think we have to keep in mind with these websites is the business model of it. The I know that the writers of the show, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, worked with Sabrina Calori, who is the Senior Vice President of Digital Media and Marketing for HBO, because they really wanted to produce a show that was kind of different than the shows that are out right now like something that's more engaging mm-hmm. outside of just watching it they were really interested in creating Dallas incorporated and discover westworld so that people could keep the show like at, in the back of their mind or mm-hmm. something or like whenever they're not watching it they could go on the internet and like go on the site and talk to aiden or yeah. find out more about the show so briefly looking at these websites i do think they Um, effectively put themselves out there on these different networkings besides TV, which is old media, but incorporating themselves into the internet realm, keeping their audience engaged by having these websites like Discover World and Delos Incorporated. Um, These different avenues keep the discussion alive in a sense. And um, once the fans are on these websites, they're going to further that discussion beyond those websites. So once they've invested in these internet avenues, they're actually gaining by having more networking and more advertisement beyond those networks yeah and like while that is a good thing i think there's also risks involved because with every business aspect there are risks and rewards but the reward would be that it's good publicity and the fans Mm -hmm. are very engaged but that can also be a downfall in a way because if the second season isn't as good as the fans want it to be yeah because these fans have invested so much time in researching and talking about it they could also be really angry about it so yeah that is a major downfall because 
once you incorporate fans' opinions and having fans being so invested in the websites, in the show, yeah, once they don't get what they want, they will backlash. They will choose maybe not to watch the next season or like choose not to spread that media like they did before. And that could be very bad for the series and for the company in general. Yeah, I also think that brings up the next point of the idea of media convergence and how this old and new media are colliding right now. I feel like in this sense, the old media would be just watching the show and like conventionally on on TV. Mm -hmm. And the new media would be going outside the show and researching and becoming more engaged. And something like I wanted to ask you is like, do you just watch a show to relax and get your mind off things? Or do you watch a show that makes you think about it and like go outside the sphere of just sitting back and enjoying it? Because I know like myself, like there are shows that I'll just watch just to watch it or like put it on in the background. But like most shows I like to sit down and think about and like talk about it with my friends like outside mm-hmm. of it. So I just wanted to hear what you would. So I think I'm opinion. an old media person because I, I would just watch things to enjoy it. Um, I don't know if I would go out of my way to interact a lot, but if I were really invested in finding out something, I would totally do it. But yeah, I usually watch things to relax my mind. I mean, I'm not trying to say that I won't think critically about it. As mm-hmm. I'm watching, I will. And I'm not saying that I won't like look further into, th- into things. But yeah, just mostly to relax. I think most of us do in a sense. I found a quote by Andrew Wallenstein, who is more of an old media watcher. He said, I found that I got more satisfaction reading blog posts and listening to podcasts about Westworld than actually watching the episodes, <laughs> which requires supplemental education to understand. But that created a new problem. You read through enough of these analyses and they just spoil about every plot twist before they actually unfold. So would you say that? you agree more with him or like some aspects of it so i think actually it depends on what kind of genre that series or episodes fall into so this westworld is a science fiction Mm -hmm. genre themed um series so looking into further looking into things about the show discussions online going on these networks seem appropriate for this kind of episode so that is a major drawback and so that maybe that's one of the reasons why I don't look further into discussion <laughs> boards and stuff. But so yeah, that is a major drawback, and I do agree with him. So that's that's probably why I usually watch shows to relax. Do you agree with him? In some aspects, I guess the fact like like I like watching Modern Family or something just to like keep my mind off things and just like have a show that I don't really have to think about. But like aspects involving Westworld, I would think that like because there's some theories that are just so out there and I need to talk about it with people and stuff, I think it's better that we have this um, blog post and just like the supplemental websites just to mm-hmm. kind of reaffirm my own theories or think about new ones and yeah. just kind of discuss those with everyone. So I like having... Um, the option available. Yeah, like seeing the theories, even though they might spoil stuff. Like I'm someone who like likes to know things before they actually happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm the opposite. <laughs> so as a new watcher, it's kind of hard right now because the season has ended and there's so many articles, videos about theories about what happened in the first season, why it happened, and what might mm-hmm. happen in the next season. Yeah, for me, even like while I was watching it during when the show first came out, 
there's like so many articles that pop up the next day after the episode was released and one of the biggest questions i had was the idea of a multiple timeline going on within Mm -hmm. the show and some like how i figured out about it and like reaffirmed my own theory about it was by watching a youtube video where they analyzed and like proved that there were two timelines going on like the specific example they used was um this one scene where dolores like is in the town and she drops a can while she's like packing her little like sack and they showed the can and zoomed in on it and in one timeline the can has a different font and there's like no space between these two words while in another timeline they were saying that because there is space in like it's a different font like it proves that there are different timelines going on that was just like one specific example but i thought it was really interesting that someone would take the time to stop these scenes and like really analyze it because you're not going to notice it while you're just watching the show you really have to think about it or even like look for these specific examples so i thought it showed how invested some people really were like even myself like the fact that i'm going out of my way to look up these like theories and to see like if there's proof or something that like supports my own beliefs about it so as i was watching the video i was in total agreement with it so they supported their point about the multiple timelines, well, the past and present, by saying that some of the characters in the host never cross paths with an episode. And when I was looking back, I was like, yes, they don't. <laughs> and also the can theory. And some of the hosts would say, 30 years ago, I have yeah. been coming here for 30 years. Or one of the real characters, one of the engineers or advisors said, we haven't had a crash in 30 years. Like, I wasn't thinking about it. But the video did... Um, do a good job at putting these evidence and support pieces together and providing convincing argument in my yeah. point of view. There are a lot of other videos on YouTube like analyzing the different theories, but there's also a lot of BuzzFeed articles. Whenever you just type in Westworld BuzzFeed, the first like three topics that come up is like 20 gifts to give like every Westworld watcher, seven questions every Westworld watcher has while watching it, or like seven fan theories Mm -hmm. and like there's even a lot of quizzes on which character you are in westworld and i took it me too (laughs) who did you get i got william oh me too what (laughs) like i don't know i'm surprised i got william though because i i don't think i really identified with him during the show I, i think i identified more with dolores and how she was very set on achieving this one goal and i'm kind of like the same way like if i set my mind to something like i will make sure that i will like do whatever I can to achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. So that was really surprising. So I got William and I've only watched like the first four or five episodes of the show, but I I do agree with the quiz, although the questions were kind of generic. So far, what I've gathered about William is that he's a really caring person. He cares Mm -hmm. about the host as if they're real people. And if I were at the theme park, I would think everybody is real regardless (laughs) of what I was told priorly. So yeah, I'm happy with my result. What kind of shows do you normally watch? So lately, I've been watching a lot of reality TV shows, and so I don't really watch a lot of science fiction things, and the reason why I've been interested in reality TV is because I know it's affecting real people, and I could look uh-huh. how it's affecting them, how they're living their lives now. Yeah, I think that's very different than Westworld, because Westworld is a fictional show, but at the same time, it portrays issues that makes you question humanity. Thank you for listening to this week's episode about Westworld by Janet and Ruth. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd like to give a special thanks to our executive producer, Professor David Morgan, our line producer, Rhea, and to Andrew Wallacein for providing a quote about his view on old media. 
Tune into the web we weave for next week's episode. Bye. Bye.